You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yelton, we have a podcast. Diving, diving deep. Texas. Both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General John McClain. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. All right, John. So let's do our six pack. Let's do our um, pregame six pack. We do this before each game. Six people, storylines, or aspects of this game that people need to know going into this game, and then you and I'll give our prediction for this week two matchup with the Colts after we do the six-pack. But, John, you're the Hall of Famer on this show, so the honor is yours, Your Honor. Thank you, Sean. I'm going with, obvious, with uh, C.J. Stroud versus Anthony Richardson. I have a column on SportsRadio610.com about their relationship, how vital they are. And we should be watching these two guys twice a year for a long time. And so I'm going with Stroud. It's interesting, all these analytic sites, I saw one that had Stroud ahead of Richardson and Bryce Young after the first game. I read one this morning that had uh, Stroud third. I don't know how I could have had him third behind Bryce Young. I can agree, Richardson, because he accounted for two touchdowns. It was number one. But it's amazing. The fact is, I thought Stroud's performance, and I know you feel this way too because we've talked about it, was encouraging. There was no reason to look on that performance and go, wow, he's going to struggle. Struggling is what happened to Joe Burrow and and Josh Allen and some of those other veteran quarterbacks, but I thought he was very poised. And he's playing his first home game. Crowds don't bother him. He played at the Ohio State University. But being at home, you know the adrenaline will be flowing. He'll have some butterflies. And the best thing about the first game, besides getting rid of the ball quick, was he was accurate. I went back and watched it, and I know you did too. He had a lot of sideline routes in which the corners thought they were going to break on the ball and get a pick six, and it arrived to the receiver just ahead of the corner. And you know the Colts will be trying to do that too. But And, of course, what Stroud's got to do better is in the huddle, get in the play call, get them to the line of scrimmage because they don't want to be out of timeouts with 8.14 left in the first half. Yeah. Second time in history, two quarterbacks, 21. You froze on me. Yeah, John, fun fact. This is the second time in league history that two quarterbacks age 21 or younger are facing off in an NFL game. Mariota and Winston back in 2015 was the first wow. time. 
Yeah. That's a great stat. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Two, so two really young quarterbacks, two faces of the uh, fu- faces of the future of the league. Um, my first one, John, if you're going to go Stroud, I'm going to go Will Anderson with my first one here in the six pack. He had, he had the most impactful game, I would say, of any rookie on the defensive side of the ball, probably him and Jalen Carter. Carter was really good for the Eagles. Will Anderson is working next to far fewer great football players than Jalen Carter is in Philadelphia, the defending NFC champs. Um, I think keeping Anthony Richardson in the pocket, if they can, is going to be a big factor in this game, not letting him get loose for some of those Lamar Jackson kind of plays. Um, Will Anderson was really good across the board in his debut, John. It wasn't just him getting Lamar Jackson on the ground and applying pressure in the passing game. He was pretty disciplined in the run game too. So Will Anderson continuing to build on what he did in week one is my first one. Sean, it bothers me because the official stats, they're in the game book afterward. They don't account for hurries. So you have to use a analytics site. And I can't remember which one I saw said he had six hurries. Brian Baldinger had a great analysis of every play he had. Great job. He just loves him. So Anderson is off to a great start for God's favor to be NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. I'm guessing it'll be him and Jalen Carter neck and neck. What's your next one, John? I think my next one is going to be back to offense of Damian Pierce. They got to get the ball to him more. They got to run the ball more. That was not the kind of 49ers offense we expected to see. So I think they're going to really work hard to emphasize the run. I think we'll see Bobby Sloak's play calling be a little more balanced. And uh, Pierce needs to have a good game if they're going to win this game. Yeah, I think so too. Running the football, they just could not run the football that that uh, against uh, against Baltimore. Um, operating with a lead would be good, you know. In this game, I think you know the team that gets the lead, and and Indianapolis was not a good running team as well in their week one. They scored more points than the Texans did, but outside of some design runs by Anthony Richardson, they couldn't get anything going on the ground. Deion Jackson, I think, had like thirteen carries for fourteen yards or something like that. He had a couple that he popped, but they got called back because of penalties. Um, but, but that's still an issue, you know, so either way, the running game was, was, uh, was not very good. Um, my next one, John, in the six pack is going to be the Texans linebacking core. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk, you know, Christian Harris, Denzel Perryman, and now Henry Toa Toa, who's been moved up to first string. They love Henry Toa Toa. Um, they've got to be real disciplined, I think, when it comes to Anthony Richardson, and they've got to hit Anthony Richardson. I think that's one of the biggest keys. He had to go out a couple of times in that opener against the Jags. Because he's just he's fairly careless with his body right now. I don't think he realizes he's playing against grown men now. Um, I think I heard a story. Trevor Lawrence even came up to him after the game against Jacksonville and said, "Hey, man, you may want to handle your business a little bit differently out here <laughs> in the run game." Which I say to Trevor Lawrence, "Why are you giving him advice that's going to help him beat you down the road? Stop doing that, Trevor Lawrence. It's not benefiting anybody in the AFC South that you do that." But I think if I'm D'Amico Ryan's John and I'm doing the bullet points on the whiteboard for this game, my number one bullet point is you hit. Anthony Richardson, every opportunity that you get. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Something very interesting, Pro Football Focus had Toa Toa and Anderson rated fourth and fifth of all the rookies in the NFL in their debut. 
And I thought it was really interesting that Toa was right ahead of Will because I thought Will played a great game, and I didn't hear Toa's name called a lot. But my third one is going to be the most important one in, in this game because it controls so much. The offensive line, they got creamed in the first game. Stroud's running for his life. They couldn't run the ball. If George Vance back at right tackle, that means they don't have to change two positions again. Josh Jones will go back to left guard. But they've got to play better. You'd think with a game under their belt they would, and that's why it's easier for linemen to run block than pass protect. And that's one reason I think they'll come off with a determination to run the ball. A problem, Sean, besides the injuries, Indy's defensive line, has pulverized the Texans' offensive yeah. line for quite a while. Made a lot of big stops, forced turnovers. It's a good defensive line. It's a good front seven, probably right up there with Baltimore. Yep, they're, they are. They, the, the Colts are not a great football team. Their front seven on defense, when it's fully healthy, in their defensive line is really, really good. DeForest Buckner and um, Grover Stewart are are, uh, are excellent, excellent football players. Um my along those lines, my last one for the pregame six pack, and then we'll do some for real or fugazis after that. Um, along those same lines, mine is T- Dalton Schultz, really the tight ends in general, Dalton Schultz and Tegan Catoriano. Uh, but mostly Dalton Schultz, he's the one that coming into this season, we'd seen what a security blanket he had become for Dak Prescott in Dallas. And I think, especially if CJ Stroud is under siege in this game, which he could be, you know, given the offensive line issues and the fact that the Colts do have some guys that can apply some pressure in that front seven, uh, the ability to get the ball out quickly, the ability to have a security blanket and use a security blanket. Schultz has been underwhelming, John, since he got here. You know, the preseason, he 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 didn't do much. You know, he was he had a miscommunication down near the goal line in a preseason game. Um, I think against the Saints. And then he was underwhelming in the first game of the regular season last week against Baltimore. I think he just had a couple of catches for maybe four or five yards. It was it was not much. Um, if this offense is going to take a step here and go from being one of the worst in football to at least being one that teams have to be somewhat concerned about, I'm not. I don't have delusions they're going to be a top ten offense anytime soon. But Dalton Schultz is going to need to be a part of that. So he's mine. I think Dalton Schultz is a guy. If we were doing John, if we were doing the player upgrade like we do with you on the pregame show. My player upgrade, a player that needs to play a whole lot better this week than he did last week or than he's been playing, is Dalton Schultz. Absolutely. And based on what we've said on this podcast, Tank Dell needs the ball more. Dalton Schultz needs the ball more. Damian Pierce needs the ball more. They better control the ball. Yep, absolutely. All right, so that's our pregame six-pack. John, we always finish up the six-pack before we do for real or for gazes with our prediction on the game. Uh, the Colts are a... Colts are a one-point favorite as of this recording here on Thursday late morning. What says the general, John? What do you say? I'm going with low scoring and boring 16 to 13 Texans. 16 13. Okay, so 16 13. You were close last week. So I was. I can't wait to hear your prediction. Yep. Yeah, I, I said 24 10 Ravens. It was 25 to 9 Ravens. Uh, a score of Gami. They'd never been. I, if I'd predicted 25 to 9, I'd have, I'd have been predicting a score that had never happened in the history of the National Football League. Uh, my score, I have the Texans winning also, John. 23 to 17 is my final score for this game. I do think at home they're going to get a little bit of momentum going offensively. My 23 comes from a couple of touchdowns and then probably a few trips to the red zone where we see some rookie things happen and they kick a few field goals in this game. 
So 23 to 17 Texans is my final score for this game. And you know the Texans still were both right, especially you, because 23 points for the Masters, an eruption. That is an outburst, absolutely. 